I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. A little before 10 a.m. on a live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. Let me, let me do it right now. Logan Roy, it is a final! <laughs> We've waited a day to do that. So if I just spoiled it for you, you should have watched it, Jack. Yeah, you should have got it sooner. Good morning, gentlemen. I didn't miss it, tell you that much. You got a long way to go. I, 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 watched, I, I just want to jump in. I just want to jump no, into the to, episode the build up. right now. Have you watched any of them? A little bit of season one. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Thanks. Literally, you're, you're, you're gonna have to watch a lot yeah. of TV over the next day or two. Anybody have a new user and password that I could use? You can have Jay Stews. Yeah. I'm using his. Travis doesn't. Have, Travis has hit me up for an HBO password more than anything else in the world. Yeah, I had um, I had Sam's for a while. Yeah, now I have Jay Stews. Unbelievable. Chris, uh, how you been? Everything good? Sounds good, man. Uh, what's your user yeah. and password so, for? You know, no, he'll just you know Trav. He'll just be like, so you think I can get that? And I'll be like, can you get me something at Starbucks? He's like, ooh. All right, coming up in ten minutes. Our boss, the great Amanda Brown, will be in here, and we will announce the date right. for the second annual Mandy Awards. Exciting. Mandy's Let's 2. Go. Exciting. That's coming up in about 10 minutes. Meanwhile, how are you guys doing? Are you excited? Playing night? Oh, guys, think about this. Okay, I'd be more excited. Let's just get them to the playoffs, but just think about this. You know the last time they had a sold-out Crypto.com arena was over 10 years ago for an actual playoff game? Oh. It was the year Kobe tore his Achilles. That's how long it's been. Lakers go to the. Uh, it's been. They go six years. years. <laughs> they go six years without making the playoffs. <laughs> you better play that for the Kings coming up against the Warriors. All easy now. Um, but is this personally. a playoff game? Like, would you? No, 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 it's no, not a playoff game. This is not a playoff game. It's not. Yeah, yeah. it's it, a gateway drug. It's I mean, a, it's a gateway game <laughs> to get to the playoffs, which is the drug. Yeah, Will technically. It feel like it though. Yes, yeah, I, I think, think it will. will. I think it will feel like Yeah, it. I think it will. I think that it's going to feel like it for all the reasons that you just said. Emily's been telling me this for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Right? Just to, just to have a game in crypto for the first time in forever. I did not know it was that long. Oh, yeah, it's that long. That's crazy. Because did they have one kind of quasi-capacity game against the Suns a couple of years ago? So they had the play-in against the Warriors that season. And it was, again, it was limited capacity. Then they had the first round playoffs against the Suns. That's when Lakers went up 2-1 and then lost three in a row. But that one was limited capacity as well. Ten years. Ten years. What can happen in ten out. years, my friend? What can happen? <laughs> ten years ago, you know. Well, we were all in different places. Things, you know. things were different <laughs> ten years ago. Things were a little different. You can watch us on YouTube today, ESPN LA. Just search YouTube ESPN LA tonight. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. The Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off with Slee. That's not true. 5.30 p.m. Excuse me. I was getting excited. 5.30 p.m., the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off after shit out of a cap. And then 7 o'clock, John Ireland, Michael Thompson have your play-by-play. Your Lakers playoff station, 710 ESPN, even though it's not the playoffs yet. But we just, we advance the branding. We're the, we're right now the Lakers playing Yeah, yeah, that doesn't pop. (laughs) We're in the play, we're the That doesn't pop as much, Lee. They're going to be in the playoffs. It's a wrap. I'm telling you, Lakers by a million. Why are you saying that? Because they're going to win. And they're going to win decisively. They definitely should win, and they definitely going should to. win. They're going decisively. To. I don't. How often have I said they're going to win? They're going to win. I think once or twice, and I've been right both times. I'm going to make it three for three tonight. <laughs> and you called the Logan Roy. I did. Now I, did. I thought it would happen at the end. I thought that was sort of going to be the finale. But yeah. you said midseason. I, I said Emily and I were talking about it yeah. a couple weeks or a week or so ago, and I said. They're going to kill the old man because you want to see the children turn on each other and everything. Well, the show's called become, Succession. Of course it is. We wanted so to see the succession. He was you supposed didn't to die in the first succession. season. Was he? Yes. So the plan was for him to die in the first season. It was kind of like a Jesse Pinkman thing where uh, the way Aaron Paul, the way that um, uh, Brian Cox was playing the character was just so good they couldn't they couldn't kill him. But he was supposed to die in the first season. That was sort of our plan with Kaplan, and then he's, he survived multiple changes. So he's still in the afternoon. He's thriving. But right, Travis, you were, you were pretty right. You said that he would die. Emily, did I hear you right? Travis wow. is right. Okay. You said that he would die and... Well, here's what you I, said. I thought he would die towards the end of the series, but it alone. wouldn't be the... La- that I thought he would die alone, and I thought that he would die 
to, what do they got, 10 episodes in a season? Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be somewhere six, seven, eight. And while so, he didn't die alone, there. he did die around leeches and no family He members. did die alone. The, the, he, he, he died lived, without family He members. lived alone, right? Like his entire existence was lonely. The bodyguard was his best friend, which he had confessed a day or, he, you know, He an died around hired before. guns and leeches that wanted to use him he to grow the power. He died around employees. That's yes. dying alone. Right and maybe with Gary and uh, yeah know. maybe <laughs> the bathroom <laughs> thing is a little the fact that they okay so here was the as it's as it's all happening yes that they didn't show him Taylor, for a we very don't have long to watch time it, so did you watch the post right now did you watch the the what would you call it uh, uh, after the episode uh, breakdown the breakdown I did not watch they that. talk about why they didn't want to do that they okay. want you to feel the emotion of finding out with. The children. Technology. Okay. And like the detachment of this day and age of technology separating you from the, your family. A hundred percent. But I'm talking like physically, not that you saw him fall and, and die, but you never saw, like you saw the, the flight attendant working on him. You mm-hmm. saw that. You never saw his body. And I'm for half of the episode. You thought it was a joke. I thought it was a setup. Right. I thought that they were playing it to see. He decided, call the kids, tell them I'm right. dying. He wanted to see their reaction to see, test their loyalty. All and to lower the stuff. stock price, whatever. All of those things. And then... Nope. I also nope. think it's interesting that Taylor. you didn't have the big Brian Cox like going out final words thing because right. he's such a interest. I I feel like if I was Brian Cox, I'd be mad that I didn't get this like big dramatic final. Was that scene. not the speech on the top of the paper boxes? But that was last episode. In your final episode, the last thing he says is like, you know, get the uh, the gates ready or something. It was right. it was very much it was all just preparing for this uh, this this deal to be done. Gosh, I love it. <laughs> you went even bigger. You thought it's one of the biggest moments in I HBO TV. Top five moment in HBO series history. It's with Sopranos. It's with the yeah. Red Wedding. It's yeah. with um. I there's some other things that I can't think about right now, but they're when all Vince doesn't get Aquaman. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I also have a theory about We're doing the movie. Vince is back in. No, he's out. Every every there's the entire series of Entourage. We're gonna buy Maseratis. 100%. He's in and he's out. He's in. He's out. Absolutely. I have a theory about the rest of the season. So I don't know if you guys know this but apple does not allow people does not allow villains to use iphones okay so it's, it's actually real Sleep. chris we're looking at you <laughs> so they do not allow uh, villains pixel. to use iphones and so if you see i mean this has been pointed out in glass onion i don't know if you guys ever watched any of the knives out things but anybody who doesn't have an iphone is immediately you can clock it as maybe this is the villain of the series and you know who is the only person who does not use an iphone in succession Tom Waskans. He has a Samsung Galaxy, and you can tell by That's the like phone. So the well, you're the villain the in this. In this show, <laughs> you're the villain. <laughs> Your Don't pixel is a tell. He ruins all the group chats. JC and I share a lot. Well, no point in watching Succession now. For those who, for those of those, for those of us who haven't started season one yet. Well, uh, well the, the show is called Succession. So again, <laughs> there's the, more things to watch. Season one came out what three years ago, and yeah. we gave yes. you an entire yeah. day. We yeah. gave you warning oh, no, shots on the air yesterday. We're only three years behind, Taylor. <laughs> I think at this point, I feel bad for nobody. I think we're good. Yeah. Did you know the yeah, iPhone uh, little? The amount of Easter text egg? messages that Emily and I have exchanged over the last 48 hours <laughs> about Succession yes. is incredible. Because I like to be around other people I who are excited it. about the things that I want to see. So this morning when I asked you, oh, did you watch it? You had less than enthusiasm, which is fine because that's that's par for the course for your, for your TV show watching. Yeah. I'm ex- I expected that and I just wanted to see your first reactions. But then I go for Chris with all my theories and my memes <laughs> and all the good stuff. I listened to your theories and I, and I, was, I was paying attention. I... I'm ready for it to be over. I like it. Last the the episode with the old man was compelling, but I'm ready for the succession. Done with it. I'm ready for the succession to take place. I want them all to turn on each other, which is inevitable. I want uh, Kendall to have a complete downward spiral, which is inevitable. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I, I want put a bow. Well, on this it. is all what happens when you try to go for the queen, Jerry. When you try to go for the queen, you end up. <laughs> And where you end so up. producer Emily actually texted during Easter dinner, and I saw it pop up on my watch. And I, you know, usually during family dinner like that, I will ignore yeah. it. But I saw Emily pop up, and I went, "Hmm, this could be important." I looked at it, and she just said, "Did you watch yet?" And I looked at my family. I said, "This is this is DefCon Four, guys. I have to leave <laughs> because if Emily's interrupting Easter dinner with this." Something must have something happened. Something big happened. my Easter dinner. But uh, yeah, I I wanted to, obviously, I was not going to go into any of my theories with anybody I texted. I was just like, did you watch? That's it. Period. And so I wanted to make sure that everyone- well, was When you came in yesterday, you asked me if I'd watch. I said, I hadn't seen it yet. And you're like, okay, I, you, you practically ran out of the room, Emily. You're like, okay, I got I, I to gotta get out of here. Well, I, I just, I didn't want to spoil it for people. <laughs> I wanted people to have the experience they should have. I did. It was good. I liked it.
Did you not watch because of Easter? <laughs> I usually am a day late guy. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm about. A, I'm a day late guy. It's on Travis' schedule. Ta- One day is a good day to catch up on that. Yeah, I, I was or busy Sunday with when Easter. it comes out. We had family. We, we did the, the whole Easter. Thing. Did you cook for Easter? I did. I did. What'd you make? I made uh, wedge salads to start. I made bees knees cocktails. I made... Do you know what a bees knees cocktail is, Ashley? Uh, I think we've talked about it. I, I can't. Would you like to know the ingredients? There's only three. It's honey syrup, gin, and fresh lemon juice. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, I made wedge salads. I made um, steak au poivre with peppercorns, cream, and cognac. It looks uh-huh. really good. I made uh, uh, pan-seared salmon and roasted potatoes Where's the with leftovers? a chocolate cake for dessert. Where's the leftovers? What kind of chocolate cake? Just regular box chocolate cake. Susan actually made Taylor, it. Taylor, that sounds delicious, bro. It was sounds quite good. really good. Yeah. You sent me pictures of it. I it did. sounds really good. I did. It looked really you looking good. for an invite, Slee, or what? No, just some uh, leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Demolished. Gone? Demolished. Are you a steak au poivre guy, Chris? I am not. No, no. But I did. Went was over, so I went back to hard booze. Why do you not like steak au poivre? I don't like steak au poivre. Why? I don't. But now I'm done. I got to go back on the Lent because it was a long weekend. It's just did you not- make up for everything in like do you the not like days black pepper? one day? Do you not like cognac? Do what kind like- of black pepper? Was it freshly ground? It was it's crushed peppercorns. By definition, steak au poivre has crushed black peppercorns. Let me get a thumbs up from the social media team back there that everyone is in the shot that needs to be. Real quick, okay? It is 10, 10 a.m. It is time. Last year was our inaugural version of the 710 Mandy Awards. We've got our second one coming up. When is it, boss Amanda Brown? The date for the second annual 710 Mandy Awards is... Saturday, June 10th at the Commerce Casino. All right. Look at that. We're going to Commerce. Last year we went to Montebello. Now we're going to Commerce. Going to be a party, party, oh party. And we're doing it on a Saturday. I like it. For people like you and Shinano that went, oh, Friday night's too tough. I don't think I said that, but okay. Tickets (laughs) go on sale almost exactly seven days from now. Okay. Tuesday, April 18th at 10.30 a.m. When can we start lobbying for votes? Next Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, voting starts next Tuesday also, right? I'm, I'm, yes. I'm lobbying yeah. this year. You're going to lobby? I'm, I'm taking a different approach. Last year, I tried to slow play. Well, it, too, it we were work. too cool for school. It didn't work. We were all too cool for school. At, we're going, and going after it. We're going to do it differently. You guys went over last year. Slee got one. <laughs> I mean, technically. Slee got one. Well, that one doesn't really count. No, I gave, got one. I gave one Taylor. away. So huh? does that? We gave one away. Does that count? Because we held the trophy for a quick second. Does that count at all for anything? We're changing tactics. We touched it. Yeah, we touch it. Sometimes, yeah. Anyway, so the death of Logan Roy has inspired you to actually lobby for votes I'm so lo- that you I, can I, get some hardware this year. I would like to win a Mandy. Okay. I plan on aggressively campaigning for said Mandy, and I'm not. I'm going to approach it differently. I tried one tactic. It didn't work. I got to change it up. Got to try something different. Absolutely. I think this summer you try to win a Mandy, and you try to hit two home runs at our All-Star Friday night. Not to mix the events, but... You mean I think this? that yeah. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. Travis, we want you to go deep several times. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> it is a live imaging Tuesday. That might not be a bad one to have right after. Does Travis go deep? <laughs> I mean, jeez. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> I'd like to win a Mandy. We'll just put it at that. Oh and I'd like our show to win several. All right, Mandy's. one week from today. We'll get a we'll get a chance to start selling the tickets. Yeah. By the way, they're going to go. It's going to be the same thing like last year. If we you have don't... more seats this year. Okay. Yes. Actually, we Ooh, have nice. more. There are more spots this year because we are in a bigger venue. Yeah, bigger venue. Okay. Yes. All right, good. So we'll get to have more fans there. June tenth, Commerce Casino tickets and sale one week from today. Slee, you going to Saturday you know, night? Your tux again? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we've got a couple. We got a lot. We got a lot of time to think about it. You got two like, do you do costume? Do you do camp? Or do you just go typical? I think I, I you can... You looked pretty good last year. Yeah, so. you did. Yeah, you so good. did, Slee. Yeah, don't I don't know. Don't go the think, Cappy route. I think we go... <laughs> I mean, Cappy can pull that off, but oh, you? Uh, yeah. Well, you gotta... It, it has to fit the personality. Yes. If I do something that Cappy was doing, I don't know if that's gonna you gotta drive. You got a secret I think agent. You're on, yeah. You had yeah, a very I, James Bond vibe yes, going. Yes, that's good. That's a good look for you. We know whatever... Look, that's... That, I'm gonna be curious. What do people... How much does it change from last year to this year? People's attire, everything else. We've got some time to think about it. Two months. We've got some time to think yeah. about it.
Travis will wear the same suit. Anyway. Of course I am. Different I tie? I bought that suit. Look, the last suit I got like 10 years out of, <laughs> we've only had this one for a year. Travis, this, if the Mandy's run a for a decade. for the Mandy's? No, I had a, a wedding. wedding and a Mandy's, and it was yeah. just, it was the perfect time. We for, at least wear a different tie. Like clockwork, Amanda, I buy a new suit every 10 years, whether I need Travis it. Travis gets a suit. Wear a tie yeah, I don't think you did tie. I didn't wear a tie. Travis gets a suit. You button it as low as Morales? <laughs> I can't really do that, no. You can if you want. I don't have the game that you have in that department. <laughs> the chest hair hangout. I, I don't have that. Travis gets a suit like a used car, right? You know, you get a car and you get it for, yeah, I got 250,000 miles off of it. That's right. kind of what you did with your suit. It's exactly how it's I exactly did it with what my suit. That's exactly right. Oh, you can tease now. I, I'm just, I did, sometimes you get upset when I... I no, like I think we're good. We, go. we did a whole you're segment there. Yeah. All right, you're ready to go. Lakers play in tonight, Slee. I told you Lakers by a million. Am I starting to scare you yet? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, little 2003 Britney. Was it three or two? Doesn't matter. Was this on the album? I had that poster in my office back in that day. of Because she came to, it was Premier Radio Networks, and she had come and done some signings. The in, Was it in the zone? We'll I'm look it up for you. I'm looking yeah. it up right now. It was top, that was top top level, Britney, from the music standpoint, from everything. Oh, remember the it MTV Awards? in the zone. In the right. zone, yeah. I got good uh, two, 2003 Britney knowledge. You started to say Impressive. about the MTV Awards? Remember the one with the snake? I do. In yeah. 2000, right before 9-11, like yes. a week before 9-11. Yes. I yeah, it was, it, was, it was quite. Anyway, it's a live imaging <laughs> Tuesday. Travis and Sliwa, as our boss announced minutes ago, Mandy's 2, the inaugural 710, not inaugural, the second version of the 710 Mandy Awards will happen Saturday, June 10th. The sequel. The sequel. At the Commerce Casino in Commerce, right over there off the 5 Freeway, next to the Citadel. Come on out. We will put tickets on sale one week from today. And last year it sold out, I think, eight hours? It, it was done long. by the end of the day. Two yeah, Mandy's, did not take too long. furious. <laughs> <laughs> I got more. I'm coming. That's pretty good. Make I like that. Double. We're already getting tweets, Chris. You ready? Yes. This is from uh, John in Huntington Beach. He says, tell my boy Tommy L that I currently am open on the 10th, so reserve the table behind you guys for the All-Stars. And yes, I will accept my Contributor of the Year award. Mm. I don't know if we have... Are we having any new awards? or is this Well, after up? Raul well, uh, vanished after Caller of the Year, I think we're going to change that to just Listener of the Year. W- one more on that note. Sure, yeah. This is from Francis. So should I call on the 8th or the 9th for the Trav and Slee Caller of the Year Award? Hashtag Mandy's. I think this is a compliment, so don't take this the wrong way. This show has progressed more than any other show over the last year to a point where we're not relying as much on callers to do our bits. That's a compliment. So I think the Caller of the Year is kind of, that's what we're just going to change it to the Station Listener of the Year. Okay. it's a good idea. You know what I mean? Last year at this yeah. time, you know, the first year of the show, we were kind of relying on a lot of callers to kind of get us through segments now you got taylor and emily full strength okay yeah. you don't need no. you know a lot of calls eight seven 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 let's open up the phone in fact lines. what i'm hoping for and this is what i'm campaigning for mm-hmm. is that emily or taylor takes home a mandy award yeah and you guys know. I, I was waiting for the second part of that. <laughs> well, I, I know why it was coming. Snake draft? By the way. It's a snake draft. If that happened, Trav, would we not just feel like, yeah, we sort of got one, like by default? Look, I can no, say- No, Travis wants one. By default. <laughs> I do want one. That's true. I would be very proud of either or both of them if they won one. Yeah. Yes. Now I'd like I'd rather have one. If I had to pick between myself or them, I pick myself. <laughs> Taylor would let you borrow but, one for a week. <laughs> put it on my mantle. But I would very much like that. Now here's the other thing. Today we can use some help from from our audience. 
we have got a lot of the categories already from last year, right? Of people, the categories we won or used for voting. If you've got a category idea that's a little outside the box, as we like to say in corporate America. Send them in. Tweet it out. At ESPN Los Angeles, hashtag Mandy Awards. I don't know if we're going to do a new hashtag like Mandy Awards 2 with the Roman numeral, but we'll just do Mandy Awards today. If you got an outstanding category idea, Best let us know. Travis and Slewa person. <laughs> of the it four people down. in here, like, like just to guarantee No, they're not even nominated. No, they look, just to guarantee it. that somebody in this room gets one, the best, I don't even, at that point, I would I would take ownership of whether it was you, Emily Taylor, or whoever, as long as one of the four of us what leaves with something, I'd be happy. What if we did a Travis or Sliwa award? <laughs> and you know how they have, you know they have the big you award show? Or. The yes. camera goes on both guys who are, or perfect, the actor or actress, we're just both sitting there And we're sitting there, like there all the, the One of us wins. <laughs> and there isn't even an award for it. I, I would give you the the, the 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 courtesy clap. The obviously disappointed, but I have to do it because the camera's on. Me. I would do the curse. Angela Bassett. Yes, ha. indeed. All right, Lakers play at basketball tonight. Coverage begins at five thirty p.m. with Slee. Travis and Slee, what continues right now? Thank you, Chris. Here's one more Slee. This is also from John. He wants to know: Can I get Bobby's number to make sure he's available to sit with me on the tenth? Thanks in advance. Hashtag the Mandy's. I will make sure that he is out of town. I will send him on a trip. Yeah, last else. year, I don't like to cross those streams too. Last much. year, you kept saying he was in, or he was in Oregon, <laughs> but I think you were saying the week of. It's like, yeah, Bobby and I went and did this and that. I'm like, Trev, your story. He left on on Friday morning, <laughs> and then came back on on Friday night. It was a quick a quick little day trip for him along the way. So that's exciting. We're back with the yeah. Manny's June 10th Commerce Casino. Uh, we will sell tickets and start voting a week from today. So that is very very exciting. perfect venue for it too. Little exciting tonight across the street. So yeah, you fired up. Tell me, tell me where you are right now going into this thing because I am as confident with this group of yeah. Laker players as I've been at any point. I think that they're going to win. I think that they're going to win comfortably. I think that they're going to go in as the seven seed, and I think that they're going to give Memphis a hell of a run too. And I think they're going to beat them. I'm already thinking: Are we going to get the Warriors or the Kings in the second round? I've already moved ahead to that. All right, I'll, I'll tell you where I'm at. Um, I think it's really difficult not to be very confident about the game tonight all right you have first off the game's at crypto so you didn't have to travel to minnesota that's a that's a factor uh second of all the minnesota timberwolves decided in these last couple of games to lose three key players nas reed's already been out because he's been injured but they're missing three guys uh mcdaniels gobert and nas reed are three important pieces the Lakers have went 18-8 and eight over the course of the last 26 games. I didn't like the way they played the last week of the season. I'm just going to pretend that they just knew they were going to beat teams that weren't playing their guys. There's nothing that really indicates that the Lakers should have a lot of trouble tonight, and there's nothing that really Does indicates... Does that scare you in and of itself? So I, I think that's kind of the roundabout. Expert, like, you know, they do the thing, like, sure. they pick football games on weekends, and yeah. they put the logo and all that stuff, or and boxing. all says Kansas just, City. Or it's, just, yeah. Everybody takes one team, you're like... Uh oh, that's kind of what we have going on right here. But I don't, I, I don't blame them. Like there isn't really that much of a case to make. I, I'll tell you what would concern me when the game starts. What would concern me is the Lakers come out and kind of a little lackadaisical. You really, honestly, do no, you I don't really think, think it's that gonna that's happen. a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen. Either. But I'll tell you, the last week they played lackadaisical. They did. So last week of the regular season they did it. However, this is you know the circumstances are different. If you're at half, and it's a four-point game. Just that, that the Minnesota Timberwolves feel like, hey, guys, we're in it, and there's only 24 minutes left to go. If the fourth quarter starts, and it's not a double-digit lead for the Lakers, and it's a four-point game or a six-point game or maybe a two-point game, something like that, all you just don't want is the Minnesota Timberwolves to feel like, we got nothing to lose here. We get an extra game afterwards anyways if we lose it. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't. Um Talent-wise, what the Lakers have, the fact that the Minnesota Timberwolves are missing a lot of their guys, this should be a comfortable win for the Lakers. Now they just got to go out there and make it happen. The Minnesota Timberwolves are missing three players that they usually play and play a lot. That's a big deal. That's not just, oh, this guy's missing and this guy punched a wall and another guy's hurt. It's They're missing important players to what it is that they do. The Lakers are not. The yep. Lakers are as healthy as they've been. They're playing. I, I understand what you're saying about the last week or so. The fact of the matter is they've won 18 of their eight games. They're 8-1 eight and what eight and one with D'Angelo, um, LeBron, and LeBron AD. and AD mm -hmm. all playing together. Those guys are going to be there. Austin Reeves is playing at a high level. Dennis Schroeder's playing. At a, they're, they're, they're going to be going in with their most 
almost complete complement of players, that they are as healthy as you could reasonably ask a team to be at this point in the season, and they're going in there with one of the great finishers and closers in NBA history in LeBron James, who's mm-hmm. going to make sure that that lackadaisical thing that you're talking about is incredibly unlikely to happen. That look, I get it. Anything can happen on any given night. I just don't think anything's going to happen tonight. I think the Lakers are in great, great that, shape. And that, that takes me back to, I mean, imagine if it'd be very disappointing if they don't do what I think everybody's expecting them to do. People aren't all picking oh, the Lakers because they're. Yes. It, people aren't all picking the Lakers because they're the Lakers. They're picking the Lakers because they've played really good basketball over a stretch. They got all the pieces that you need. They're healthy at the right time. That's why they're picking the Lakers. One thing I'll give Minnesota some credit on, when Gobert did his thing, when McDaniels decided to punch a wall, um, they were down double digits in the second half and came back and won that game with as light as a crew that they had. Maybe that gives them a little bit of something, but they still all, all the Lakers player. have to do is just be the Lakers they still and they should be fine. two best players. Mm-hmm. They've got Anthony Edwards and they've got uh, Cat. Anthony so Jones, they've yeah. got both of their two best players, but so do the Lakers and then their third, fourth, fifth, sixth guys along the way. You knew that the Mandy's um, announcement would bring out the biggest and brightest stars in the 710 universe. None other than the big CY is on the phone. Slee. What's up, Yates? Doing well. I'm out here in the foothills of North Carolina enjoying some family time, listening to the station nice. and loving the announcement. Heard my own voice on a promo, so props to Morales because he does bring it on the dressing front at all times. Just want to give a shout-out to his lovely sweatsuit that he had on at the Pickleball Challenge, which was just perfect Morales speed. But I have some <laughs> updates for you guys. I have some updates. Number one. Emily, I spent the last week before I was here in one Charlottesville, Virginia on assignment. So I did a little work down there in Albemarle County, got to see a lot of people, stomped all over what they call the grounds, Sliwa. They don't call it campus. They call it grounds because that place is that weird. So I did that. And number two, Travis, this is very important. Okay. I am the environs of Durham, North Carolina. Nice. The home site of one of the greatest baseball films made of all time. Yep as we know, which is Bull Durham. I will, on Wednesday, be throwing out the first pitch oh, that's awesome. at the Durham Bulls game. That's so great. Enlisting in a throw session with a local high school coach that I know here from my baseball circles. We're going to get a little program going today, and by that, we're probably going to throw it 15 times. And then tomorrow... <laughs> you know you only get one, one when you go out there, Yates, right? Uh, <laughs> that yes, the I next know, 14 know, right? won't matter. I'm going to give you a full bullpen <laughs> session beforehand to warm up, but my family's coming out. It should be a good time at the ballpark. The Bulls are playing, I believe, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Sure. I believe I have that right. And yeah. so I'm excited to get back out there on the bump. And, you know, I'm not going to go full. I'm not going to try to go full Travis Kelsey. Just kind of kind of get it over with <laughs> maybe an infield throw. I'm not going from the stretch or anything like that. So I'm You're going to be on the rubber, though, right? I think so. I mean, here's the deal is that if they don't ask you to go on the rubber, it's a slightly rude maneuver in terms of the groundskeeper. Like, get a little because, closer, you know, a little closer. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I'm just going to say, hey, rubber, and if they give me sort of a, uh, I'll say, okay, I'll go from the front of the thing. Yeah. But if they say, hey, you want to get up on the rubber, I'm definitely taking Go it. to the rubber. Last, yeah, got to do it. Last point, and I was, this is for you, Travis. You said, are we updating our looks based on the inaugural Mandy's? Now, for me, I'm going with, for those of you who remember, all of those of you, of you who were inducted into the Handsome Man community by proxy that night, what a glorious night that was in the community. I had to run I in. Wearing- I had to run in, Clinton, <laughs> just because I wanted to hear what your outfit was going to be. So let's hear it. I, I was wearing all white that day. And shout out to Greg as well. We went shopping. We did all the things. I'm going to continue all white, but with different actual pieces. So the theme will continue. The outfit will change. If that gives you any sort of you know, insight into what I'm doing, Travis, you know, as a stylish yes, man in, yes. in the 710 galaxy. Indeed. So, you know, that's just what I'm going to do. <laughs> I right, like it. And Clinton will return yeah. once again this year to host the red carpet. Again, that's a lock. You know what I'm saying? This Stone is what cold. we do in, uh, in, this, in this realm of the world. So looking forward to it. Glad everybody's happy about it. And the announcement's gone great. Great to hear you guys. Good luck with the throw. And I'm, I'm sure you've done it before, but aim high, right? If, you don't, if you're going to miss, miss yeah. a little high. Yep, little, 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 at the letters yep. is what we call that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. I couldn't Thank take you. the rest of the day off. <laughs>
I'm still fascinated by the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Yeah, they got some weird names. It's a real team. How about the Trash Pandas? No-hitter, seven runs. That happened. That was the Trash Pandas. By the way, while this was going on, Clinton, I got a scathing note on Instagram. This is what producer Emily's used to about us giving it away, the spoiler. We gave you a day. And yesterday on the air, we made it specific that we weren't going to do it yesterday, but we did it today. That was a company decision, not just me. We all decided that that was a good move. So I'm apologizing if we spoiled it for you, but I don't know what to tell you. You turned on a radio station. Yeah, and it was on Sunday night, and it's Tuesday morning, so we're good. I, I, I feel Emily, don't sweat it. Chris, don't sweat it. We're fine. Oh, we're I, good. You know me. I know you're not sweating. <laughs> I enjoy it. I, I, yeah, you, Bring, keep it coming. You're, you're, you're curating it. Oh, yeah. You, you want to collect more of it along the way. All right, we talked a little bit about the play-in. How about this, though? We know LeBron. We know AD have been around a million times. Yep. Darvin Ham has not. What are our expectations for him? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It is Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa on 710 ESPN. What's on tap tonight for the playoffs presented by our friends at Michelob Ultra? Well, of course, we got the 7-8 matchups. In the East, the 8 seed, the Hawks, are visiting the 7 seed, the Heat. And, of course, at Crypto.com tonight, the 8 seed, the Timberwolves, visit our 7 seed. Los Angeles Lakers coverage begins here at 5.30 p.m. And thanks to Michelob Ultra, a refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it. If you enjoy it, please enjoy responsibly. And I have taken... I'll take an Ultra right now. I have taken to Ultras. <laughs> don't come to me with that. You don't like Ultras? No, I no, like he, Ultras. He likes them a lot. I love them. Yeah. It's become my new thing. Pickleball. I was... Uh, by the way, we should do a pickleball tournament right into the, the Mandy's too. <laughs> Show up all sweated up and ultraed up, and that's not a bad idea to do I it. did some uh, Ultra Micheladas on uh, mm. Friday night. Those are good. I had nine of them. But... <laughs> It's a lot of tomato juice. I'm not so concerned about the beers. That's a lot of tomato juice. I love that you gave up everything and then you made up made up for it all in one weekend. Fast. I made up for it. What was the thing that got? Was it the ultras micheladas? No, it was the tequila on Saturday, bourbon on Sunday, and it's just time. It's time to go back. You're gonna have Lent. Christmas Lent is gonna be every day, but Easter. It starts the Monday after Easter and ends. I'm better with wine. wine Are you gonna have any Victorian sponge cake? (laughs) I don't want to give more hate if if we mention succession again. (laughs) (laughs) Travis and Sliwa continues right now. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. You do you feel like we blew succession for you, Slee? Okay, so (laughs) let me ask you guys this: How much did? How much preparation yesterday was, we're going to talk about it today. I don't follow the question. Because I don't remember. I didn't know you guys were going to give all the deets. I haven't watched anything, so I have no idea. And it's almost, if people... It was only other shows. It was only the other shows, too. Okay, so it's predominantly on the other shows? It's it's honestly every show kind of talked about how we're not going to do it today. We might do it tomorrow. And I don't know how it works. I don't know when you're supposed to do it. It is... It was a one of the few times. It happens periodically, but it's the first time in a while, shall we say, Em, and you're probably a better historian of this than I am. Not probably. You definitely are. Um, the last time like an 
episode of TV itself was part of the zeitgeist the way that that was on Sunday night, the way it was yesterday, where it was something that if you watched that show, you really wanted to talk about it with the other people that had Mm. watched the show. Whether it was, you know, this is going way back, the ending of The Sopranos. I'm not a Game of Thrones person, but I know there was that one episode of Game of Thrones where everybody went nuts. Yeah, yeah, the Red Wedding. Chopped up, Red Wedding, yeah. What about Better Call Saul? Better Call Saul, right. There's some moments. You guys waited like a week for that. You waited a while for that. Because we were both behind. I, I think it's <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's the idea that succession is much bigger than most shows. There are shows that have the same thing where like I mean, if I'm watching like for The Last of Us, I text my friends and like, Oh, did you watch it? Like that show meant something to be my friends and that's why. But this is one on a large scale, a lot of people watch it, and so that's why I think it's like and it took over Twitter. I mean, John Island was making the the case yesterday is like you can't be on social media and not see. Not but no, also it's impossible. You're 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 also your feed typically is like catered. So if you like succession and have interacted with succession media, you're gonna get succession spoilers if you don't watch it on time. So again, you had twenty four hours, you could, you know, watch it when it comes out or you can watch it on Monday evening. And one last thing is that what happened Logan's death was not a surprise yes it was going it, to it happen it was going to happen at it's some just point not the name of the show if you didn't know already yeah right I have no well, idea we, we've already blown it Taylor <laughs> if we're gonna blow it let's blow it big right let's let's go in jump just in a reminder my favorite thing is that uh, the LA Times they wrote a real obit they re- wrote a real obituary for yeah. Logan Roy like wow. titan of the media industry whatever mm. It's it was pretty great I like the LA Times for doing that that was that was clever it was I, I'd never seen that before where they had a real obit for a fictional person. That's a that's a little bit of a twist. We should wait to talk about the results of tonight's game. <laughs> Full day. Right. On Thursday. Yeah, why not? Well they may be playing again Thursday. I don't think they, they will. They didn't even give screeners for this. <laughs> So a lot of people didn't who do like the shows and do podcasts about the reaction show d- didn't even get screeners for this show ahead of time. Yeah. So you wouldn't even do podcasts until it actually released. Nope. So the the whole production was very uptight about this episode. Not anymore. It's out there, and if you if you want to know, it's out there for you to know. All right. I know. Um, the Lakers are in the seventh spot. They missed the sixth spot by one game. Right. Mm-hmm. We've talked all season long about a game where the Lakers just kind of let it slip through their fingers there's because a ha- of a handful of them. Uh, yeah, I was going to say more than one. Mm-hmm. There's there's a good solid handful of games where there was a, a, a play or lack thereof at the end of the game that did not work. There was confusion at the end where they were supposed to n- foul or not foul or whatever. And because the season was so odd, I, I guess is the way to put it, where you got off to this terrible start, where you had a player who everybody that even casually followed basketball knew was going to be traded at some point. Sure. You had the chase for LeBron breaking the all-time scoring record. You had Anthony Davis missing another huge chunk of time with another injury. You had LeBron James missing time with injuries. There's so much noise. The Lakers made a bunch of trades, right? There was so much noise from the very beginning of the season until yesterday, really, Mm -hmm. that we didn't spend a ton of time talking about is Darvin Ham a good coach or not? Mm-hmm. I think everybody understands that he he's he connects with his players. He's well liked. You know, you've spent more time with him than I have. I've interacted with him three times. I want to say I really like him as a guy. He's interesting. He's tough. He's compelling. He seems to care about his players. But when it comes to hey, this is what we're running at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. We've seen some stuff go haywire. This is a totally different environment. This is his first time through it sure. as the head coach of a team. He's been an assistant. He was a player, et cetera, et cetera. But as the head coach of a team, when it comes down to playoffs, one bad decision can win or lose you a series. One bad decision in a game against the Pelicans in January, whatever, you got another game coming up in two days, sure, you got to sure, deal with it. Sure. We, how, how do we feel about this? Because there have been some very shaky moments for him along the way that the reason they're in the play-in game is because of one game goes the other way, they're probably out of it. And there was more than one game where it's like, what the heck are they doing out there right now? Hopefully, 82 games of a regular season also prepared him for this. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that he's gone through, and it's not like it's his first year in the NBA. No, he was an assistant for a long time, won an NBA championship as an assistant, was a player for a long time. But now these are going to be decisions are completely on his shoulders. End of the game, two minutes left to go, what you do, what you execute, that's your coach. Now, there's a couple variables in this. I will say that I think some of the issues that he had earlier in the season, and predominantly it was end of game. What are we doing? Are we running a play or is Braun just going to dribble the ball? 
But Braun has done that in a lot of his career where Braun is dribbling the ball. It's isolation ball. It's the question of, do I let Braun do what he's done in the past or do I tell Braun, I'm using you actually as a decoy because I'm going to run a play here. I'm going to, the defense is not going to expect it. Yep. Or it's the foul when you're down three or when you're up three and the Lakers wouldn't do that. Luka hits a three. There's situations like that. I think the biggest difference today than over the first part of the season, I think he actually now has a roster too where it jives. I think a lot of the times that the Lakers were having having difficulty closing out games, I also don't think they had a roster that jived. I think over this stretch of these last 20 games, there's been less of, damn, Darvin, do something in this situation. Yeah. Or why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? Maybe some of that had to do with the roster construction because we know they're 18-8 and eight in their final 26. But I agree with you. There's going to come moments, if it's not tonight... Let's say the Lakers get through the Minnesota Lakers by a million. Let's just say it's not a problem tonight, right? Like most people think. I think the spread's eight and a half. It is. That's a that's a huge that's spread. It's a healthy number. Okay, eight and a half. Let's say now it's you're not in a the million. you're in the Memphis. Let's say you're against the Memphis Grizzlies, and it's critical late game situation. You're on the road. You got the Grizzlies crowd against you, and everyone's looking at Darvin Ham to help win the game based on the decision that he makes. Trav, I'm curious for that yeah. moment as well. Yeah. I'm curious we, for that moment We won't know until well. it's time for it. And it could be rotational things. It could be when you call a timeout, when you don't. Do you leave a guy in? Do you take a guy out? Do you – who are your closing five? Like the, the starting took five. took the final shot? Who took the final shot? Did mm-hmm. you – you got the ball. Did you call a timeout, advance at the half court? Sure. Did you not? Did you sure. just let it run? Like all of these things. And those are a little unfair for me because we decide whether or not it was a good decision based on whether or not the shot goes in. Who's the coach at San Jose? Dutcher? Yeah, Brian right. Dutcher. You would still want to absolutely kill that guy if they had those two timeouts and had got the rebound with 11 and seconds Lamont left. Butler and Lamont Butler doesn't get a shot off. Or, or just misses because he was frantic, right? He's frantic. Ah, throw it up. Miss. Game. Why didn't you call timeout? Well, he didn't call timeout. Lamont Butler did get a good shot. He yep. did knock it down. It's like, that's why you let you guys play. And it then, and then the stories come it, out post game of it, he's telling them, "You guys want to take you, the you want to take the time yeah, out, or you don't." You, you can't just let it be whether the shot goes in or not. Yeah. You got to kind of think: Does he have control of the situation and it. what's happening? Yeah, because that was a play that San Diego State had discussed for a long. Look, if we get the rebound, we're not calling timeout. Push, get it to Butler. Let's see what can happen. That was the plan. It was the right decision because the shot went in. It's the wrong decision if the shot goes out. Yeah. It's really hard to kind of in the moment make those determinations, but that's what he's going to get starting tonight. But it's a good topic because it's something for us to kind of watch as the playoffs progress. Is Darvin Ham, is he excelling in these moments or are there moments where we're saying, I don't understand why you made that decision? Hey, did you see coming up next? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So, Taylor, I've already declared that it's important that I win an Emmy or a, a Mandy this upcoming Mandy season, which, by the way, coming up June 10th at Commerce Casino. What about for yourself? I would like anybody on the show to win. I'd like to see that. It's a very nice yeah. thing to say. But me me the most. Personally, right? um, I could see Taylor being completely okay if he does not win a Mandy's Award. <laughs> I could see him not losing sleep the we, following Look, guys, we've got to get something. We, oh, no, we, no, we, we do. We, 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 I think you're you right give about the best that. speech, Travis. We, me? Yeah, I think you do a good it's speech. Because I like the sound of my voice more than the three of you guys. <laughs> I, I, I really like to revel in myself. we got to get more. you up there. we got to find a way. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Okay, guys. 
Did you see that 62% of American adults say that they need more forgiveness in their personal lives? So Travis, do you consider yourself a forgiving person? Hmm. Not especially. Hmm. Um, If you have been a good friend to me for a long time, I could get over something that went badly. But if you if you betray me early in our relationship, that's it. That's it. Like if 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 we've if we have been together for a year, you're my best friend from high school, right? For instance, and you did something that I really disliked. I could get over that because we had thirty years of of good relationships, but. But the mailman? It, but no, it's like somebody you once. Like somebody you meet and a couple of weeks later you find out they told you something that's just patently not true yeah, or, no, or duplicitous. Good. It's that's like, yeah, good. I'm done with that guy. That that or yeah. or girl. I'm just I'm done with that. So no, I don't really consider that's, myself that's fair. particularly forgiving. Uh I think I lean more towards forgiving. And I, I think there's uh a lot of it is actually for yourself. I think holding grudges on people is actually not healthy for you. So if you let it go and you just kind of know, all right, I kind of know what that person is. Maybe you put up a little bit of a wall. Maybe there's a border there, whatever the case is. But um, if it's something stupid, I could get over it, no problem. If it's something like malicious and deep, okay, that's different. That's not a person that you want to connect with. But I, I, I find myself tends, I tend more to be more forgiving. Okay. Next up, guys. Did you see that the average person uses 100 rolls of toilet paper annually? More. Uh, so that's over 20,000 sheets. Um, Sliwa, which way should toilet paper hang? Um, it's funny. I think when we first started doing this show, this came up. It did. And I had never, it, it was never like a top, I had never thought of it one way or has, the other. Has I your mind changed? You. Okay. <laughs> so I think for me, it's always under, not over, right? Over, it's coming. So for me, it's always under. Um that's what I think I answered before, and I think everybody's like, no, it's got to be over. It, yeah. It's the waterfall, whatever the term was. So I'm going to now even double down on under. <laughs> I think I like under, too. Yeah, I'm under. So the choices are the waterfall, like you talked, which is yeah. the over, or the mullet, which is the under. I do a side. Right? Or maybe just not even on the roll at all. You know, it's Just, just it's, sitting on the back of the, the toilet? Back, yeah. <laughs> By that's the way, the that's not way. the end, because then you can just you know, kind of sit on your finger and go, and kind of spin <laughs> it off. But the reason over is the better choice is because when sometimes, and not that I'm using this here as an example, although it is a perfect example, when it is done under... It sticks to itself, and as you spin it, you can't find the beginning of the roll. Mm-hmm. It keeps getting underneath, but if it's top and you spin it, it unspools itself a little bit, and then it's easy to grab. So that's why over is better than under. There's a little frustration yeah, when that happens. When you're spinning, it's like, where's no, the beginning of this yeah, thing? Yeah, you're just like sitting there, and if you, you just <laughs> hear noises in the just battling the metal <laughs> That's holding the toilet container. Well, that look. This is why these stupid questions like this—they do have a right answer if you actually stop and think about them. And over is the right answer. Been very successful under. Very successful. <laughs> you get it done, but convincing arguments. It's less. It's less useful. Next up, guys. Did you see that studies found that men with uncommon first names were more likely to drop out of school and be lonely later in life? So, Travis, what's the funniest or most unusual name that you've heard of someone having? Oh boy. Um, funny or unusual? Um, I used to swim against a girl named Cheese. Cheese? That's like her name. Really? Her name really? was literally Cheese on her birth certificate. Spelled like that? Her name is Cheese Perry. Cheese? I yep. didn't know any cheeses. <laughs> um, she that, was a good swimmer. It takes a cake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we've seen people's names with unusual spellings, like traditional names that have yeah. X's and Y's instead of How do you feel about that, Charles? It's not my favorite thing. No? Like, I, I kind of, look, my children have- Michael, Michael, right? M-Y. It's, that's it, not, it's that's not It's common. atypical. Yeah. But my children have very typical names. I've got a Robert, a Michael, and a Kelly. These are, you know, you could find lots of these throughout time. They're kind of all over the place. That's where we went. I'm trying to think if I, I don't really have any- Think of some you, sports, some sport, like I, I always joke around, OG Ananobi. OG is his first name, is a very, very Bubba, interesting Bubba first Watson. name. Bubba is a OG kind of a, is a, just a, initials, right? I Actually, I don't know his full name. I just know OG Taylor Ananobi. Taylor Swift's publicist's name is Tree Payne. Her name is Tree Ooh, Payne. Tree Rollins. P-A-I-N-E or P-A-Y-N-E? P-A, last name is P-A-I-N-E, I think. Okay. 
What gets Tree me more Rollins was a badass, by the way. He would mess you up. <laughs> what gets me more is a name that doesn't really match like a person. Like sometimes you see I use the name Barbara. Barbara seems like a name of somebody <laughs> who's a lot I just in my own head, it's like somebody who's a lot older. And then here's like a, a kid named Barbara. I'm like, okay, that doesn't I, I'm pretty I sure Susan's the last Susan on the face of the earth. I don't think anybody's <laughs> been named Susan since 1970. No, Susan's. <laughs> Do you know any Susans that are in their 30s? Susie's. <laughs> See, yeah, it's a little different. And they but... actually say, "Don't call me Susan. <laughs> call me Susie." Yeah, I don't have any Taylor. Sorry. I went to a, I went to school with a guy named McKenzie. That was kind of unusual. I have a cousin McKenzie. Guy Mac. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he goes. Maybe by not Mac. so unusual. Yeah. Yeah, those are the only ones I could give. Some All right, let's do off ones. Let's do one more really quick. Did you see that 44% of teachers in K-12 education said that they're very burned out at work? So, uh, Sliwa, who's the craziest or most in- interesting teacher that you've ever had? Had a teacher. Um, it was a history teacher of ours, Mr. Bosworth. And he was so animated. This was in high school. Okay. Animated. As in everything, everything he taught, but it actually, it helped. Like it made you pay attention to him. It wasn't just, hey, I'm reading something off a book. Hey, what I'm, class did he teach? History. History. Everything he did, it's like his arms are moving, his voices. It's almost like he's, uh, it, it, in a weird way, it's almost like he's acting out whatever he's teaching. Like Robin Williams in Dead Poet Society? I'm Not, not to that extent, yeah. but- I liked it because it was, hey, I'm paying attention to this guy. It kept you awake. His voice would change based off of, you know, the the volume of his voice. He acted when he taught. So that's one that stuck out. And actually, I really liked the style. The style made you more engaged. I had a couple of really good teachers that I remember. Um, How did you ask the question, though? Because I I think the craziest or most unusual. Okay. Unusual is the path that I want to go here Let's because do it. there were uh, a couple of teachers that I had that shortly after we graduated from high school ended up marrying one of my classmates. That's that's, that's, that's unusual. unusual. Like and and I'm not talking like ten years later. I'm talking like nine months, a year later. That happened. Freaky. Um, I had another teacher that there were other like that's they spent a lot of time together. Turned out it was true. And so that was Jeez. there was a lot of that going on at, at that time. So uh, yeah, there was there was some stuff that you look back like, whoa, that's not how that's supposed to go. But yeah, one of my uh, teachers ended up marrying a student. Ooh. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's the correct response. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, that was a little bit different than my animated teacher. I don't that have the uses same hands. thing, but like my one uh, English teacher, my sophomore year of high school, her name is Mrs. McDaniel. Now she has a different name because I think she's since married, but she used to talk about how her, she loved the uh, hairy men. That's so she talked to, to us all the time. How she that was her taste in men was hairy men. Or like, why did no one asked? This <laughs> that is just not, came up organically. Yeah, I was like, Miss McDaniel, like we don't need to know about your taste in men. So that's really fun. <laughs> that's aggressive. I don't think I'd want to know that about my high school I'm good. teachers either. Yeah, look, it's better to just think that they go home to the special teacher pod. They don't have actual human they lives. They sleep at school. And they just come back and That's teach it. math again the next day. Thinking about them as people is a totally different uh, deal along the way. All right, the Mandy's date is out. It's coming up June 10th at Commerce Casino. Um, we have some new Mandy's category suggestions from some listeners. And okay. did Max Muncie have a night or did Max Muncie get something fixed? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.